Lauren Hill, everyone. Hey, welcome to what used to be the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. Hopefully someday the Joke Workshop will be back when we are once again allowed to hang out and do jokes. Coming up at 6.30, we're going to have another reading by a group, the, the Mutiny Plays Reading Group, uh, Warhol Kaufman's wonderful script, Murder in Mid-City. We've been reading it here at Mutiny Radio. And that's exciting, and thanks for listening. That's going to be up at 6.30 in the Zoom room. But until then, cool R&B and hip-hop stuff. MutinyRadio.fm. Again, um, I'm, I didn't tell you who I am. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, hanging out at the Mutiny Radio studios. Again, going to bring you some more Hall Kaufman stuff. We have live comedy on Fridays. Yo, Fearless, recorded in 87, the last BDP song produced by Scott LaRock. Bright lights, I'll probably get a tan here. Scott, turn up the master so I can hear and talk faster. I'm the blast master, cause I'm blasted. I know a lot of y'all are shocked that I'm blasted. But blast master is a subtitle. KRS one is more vital, vital and more lethal and more vicious. And the suckers always say he just misses. He got a problem. I'm not conceited, they just couldn't beat it, cause when I'm in a club, I like to mingle, seconds later they're playing that single, loud as a collision and pumped up dramatically, so the people in the place will automatically time it, time it, and dance right behind it, those that have it on tape will rewind it, it's not surprising, we want parties. I don't like the sound quality on this song, so I'm gonna switch it. It's a CD, too, which is like, really? The CD is being poopy on me in here in the studio? No way. Technology here at Mutiny Radio. Donate. Give me some money. Uh, Venmo at Mutiny Radio. It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication lead to complication. My emancipation don't fit your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play young Lauren like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from bricks to kingstown. My ting done major king done one wrong. Now understand El Boogie, not violent. But different things test me, run to me, can take a threat to me, new since creation, a goopy call you far from temptation. Now you want ball over separation. Tarnish my image in the conversation. Who you gonna scrimmage like you the champion? You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. Now, now, how come your talk turn cold? Gain the whole world. 
can't control. Now you all lost with a sight to behold. Wisdom is better than silver and gold. I was hopeless, now I'm all hopeful. Every man wanna act like he's exempt. Need to get down on his knees and repent. Can't slick talk on the day of judgment. The movement's similar to a serpent. Try to play straight, how your whole style been? Consequences, no coincidence. Hypocrites always wanna play in the sin. Always wanna take it to the full out extent. Always wanna make it seem like good intent. Never wanna face it when it's time for punishment. I know you don't wanna hear my opinion. Then how many paths and you must choose one. And if you don't change, then the rain soon comes. See, you might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. to Mutiny Radio. We're going to get started with this reading pretty soon. Thanks for tuning in and listening. And we're going to keep listening to some R&B and stuff. And we'll be right back. Okay. Anybody else is the only song you know about love? I can't hear you. I 
going on in with our system right now everything is kind of like wonky i don't know what's going on um which is weird because it's a cd so that shouldn't be happening i'm pulling back the veil for you here at mutiny radio sorry about that i love that song by the diggable planets i just don't know what's going on with our system everything sounds weird like it's blown out except that it's in the board anyways again like i said pulling back the veil here at mutiny radio Donate some money so I can fix these problems. I can throw some money at them. Huh? That would be exciting. Mutiny Radio on the Venmo. You can hit the donate button on our webpage. Flip, 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 flip. Slip, slide, dip and take a dive. Planets looking high when we traveling on a vibe. Cribs, dorms, grasshoppers and swarms. Thinking life is big, is that hip, is it norm? Sight, cuff, delic and fat. Flowers and beads and pieces and naps. Ah, yes. Planets got the blessed. Beats are played on Friday to get Monday off your chest. Kick live. Dig into the quotes. Lose yourself in groove and the beauty as it floats. Hair, clothes, monochrome it ain't. Many different worlds in a sweet and funky joint. Pounds, hands, speakers and jams. 
and those that flams get fitted in the plans. Like years, sugar for your ears. Hip hop is the fave, we've been digging it for years. Funk, rhythm, psychedelic money. Studied my lessons, got vision 2020. Check out the globe, they needed what we brought. Ladybug, don't we boom it from New York? Yes, we do. Uh, time, space, what is that like? Just how we live and went into hip life. Kids roll with hot buttered soul. From 125 right down to Ludlow. The juice, the cup, the token fair is up. The ancestors peace with his daughters of the dust. We just freaks, aqua funky beats. Then into the streets through the boxes and the jeeps. Nuclear is weak, different time, different space. Uh-oh, planet Earth, we brought the mad base. Brung is the tongue they all can understand. I'm free, so let me pass it to my jig. Check me out. Butterflies, funk induced highs. A gang of valid reasons to smack me up a five. Pleasurable naps, time and space is fake, and that's the real haps. Youth flights, land on Friday nights, birds be with the cats, DJ saving lives. Soul, funk, job, and rhythm. Jams be till and till, but been funkin' since 11. Sound drips, coming off the lips. Smoke up from the planets, the freak, the nine zips. Time, space, no one's is alike. Be you and just be you or be out. That's right, so step into the jams, let the sugars make it sweet. Kept it underhand, cause the planets get you free. Lady Brunk Mecca with the groove in time and space. With the funkin' rhythm, but a chase. Goddamn, by some miraculous series of events, we've been able to continuously freak fat clips. Yeah, my throat doesn't feel like Sam Kennison's must have after a shot. Yeah, so as soon as I put my legs in, feet on, we can share.
and some music, some hip-hop and R&B, some Mary J. Blige there for you. Yeah, having sex on Sunday, we're just friends on Tuesday. That's a good song. All right, coming up very soon, another installation of the Murder in Mid-City series coming up, written by Warhol Kaufman. Enjoy this music until then. The J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, the J, the I, the M is Jimmy. It's Jimmy. The J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, the J, the I, the M is Jimmy. Well, this CD I'm going to have to take out because it is no good. It has too much weird stuff on it. It's uh, the sound quality is no good. But let's listen to this. No, it's the same one. It's KRS One, and for some reason, that CD does not sound happy. You should be happy because you're listening. Warhol is just saying he got to rhyme with KRS One once on stage at a concert. That's super exciting. We are coming right back with more stuff on Mutiny Radio.
You're listening to Mutiny Radio here at mutinyradio.fm in .sf. I'm here. It's Joke Workshop. There is no Joke Workshop. No one tells jokes anymore. There's no comedy. It doesn't exist. What we do have are other creative projects that we've been taking on here at Mutiny Radio. This project today is by Warhol Kaufman. It's the Murder in Mid-City series that we've been reading. A bunch of different comedians and actors have been on Zoom calls doing readings, and then he's been putting them on YouTubes and mixing things around and being amazing. We have other projects we've been doing here at Mutiny Radio, a new show here on Monday's Morning with Machine, uh, 8 to 10. We also have tomorrow, Home Free, not Home Free, Always Free, uh, with Rachel Pinson and the Rainbow Family from 4 to 6 here at Mutiny Radio. And then we've been on Sunday. Rachel Pinson and I have been doing Tiny Kitchen. It's the tiniest. As the world is big and out of control, what can I do? I can control tiny, tiny things. <laughs> tiny. I'm feeling a lot safer manipulating tiny items. Uh, we're going to be right back with uh, script reading. With our Zoom call, we have Warhol, Kaufman, Hunter Stare, Jen Perez. Who else is on this? Who else is in here? Uh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Rachel Miles. Oh, Rachel Pinson. And then Jay Poe should join. Jay Poe can join at seven. Fantastic. Not Rachel Miles. Oh. Unfortunately, she's uh, an activist. She's an activist. Well, good for her. Not a crook. She's a uh, anarchist. She's Antifa. I'm also Antifa, but it's not an I don't so understand much. or know what Antifa is or means. It's anti-fascist. It's yeah, anyone I, who I'm, doesn't I'm, want to live in a fascist state. I'm down. Antifa. I'm and I'm an, I'm Antifa too. I don't think that 
I think that fascism only works if I'm the one in charge. Because <laughs> then you have to follow my ideas, and that's fine. Not the whole country. Right. For one thing, it's pretty fascistic to lock up the Japanese people. Yeah. Also, bombing civilians in Japan, pretty fascistic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that. one of those... I and I don't see... Color. I'm like Ron Vi. If you're a person of color, I can't see you. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but uh, the Japanese at least got some reparations. They all got $10,000 in the 80s. Dude, that's worth it. My kid died, but I got $10,000. It's a win. It's economically, it is. Oh, you can have a win. That kid was a time suck. Now I can afford to bury him. Now yeah. I can afford to bury him. I might even get a coffin. Oh, Nathan Lowe! Lo and behold. <gasps> Nathan right, Lowe! Lo and behold! That's exciting! Oh, he had someone with him! Mm. Oh, Billy! Oh, Billy, Billy, Billy! Hi. Hi. Oh. Oh, I like your kiss shirt. Went to a Kiss concert recently. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the world. <laughs> I heard so many girlfriends to get mad at me. I know you all want to go outside and get high, but we have to stay inside because it's COVID time. Get mad at me because they're like, I thought I was your baby. And it's like, baby. Baby, you're my baby, baby, baby. Yo, I can't have nine rolls. Who gave you nine rolls? <laughs> I want one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, what eight, script nine. What script are you looking at? Yeah, where are you, where are you looking, sweet? Episode nine? No, you're, we're, we're doing episode two. Club Minotaur in the Google Docs. Oh, did you send me that again? It's in the Did message. It's, me a, it's at the bottom of the group message. It's in the group message. message. I'll, I'll send it to you again. The group message. I'll, I'll send it to you again. It's fine. Thank you, baby. All right, there's the list, and then... Uh, I'm jealous that Jen gets to be kind of daisy. I mean, she's my favorite victim in this whole thing. She's my favorite victim. I love that she's been like beat up and she's sad and she's still like, can I give you pie, Mick? Did you want anything, Mick? Did you want a blowjob? Did you want me to suck your dick, Mick? But now she got kidnapped in the motel. But in episode nine, she got freed, so it's fine. Um, okay, so Abe, Captain Reg, and the mayor. Abe, Captain Reg, and the mayor, and then people are gonna have to pick up roles. The, oh. the roles at the bottom are still on the side. Jay Paul's gonna jump in. I want to no, I don't have to explain it to you. I want married pros. man. I call married man Vince Rockham. You got it, baby. Dibs on. Comic. I want to be comic, and I want to be yes, sir. Uh, mother and kids. Okay. <laughs> if there's a toddler line, I'd like to do that. I have a good baby. You can be mother Nathan, and Pam will be a kid. I want to be a kid. Um. Hey. That's hilarious. Should I? Drink oh, we need a frowning man and smiling man for sure. Well, we'll figure it out. Billy, the frowning man, smiling man. 
Oh, Candy Cosmo Ho? I, I, I wouldn't mind being Candy Cosmo Ho. I can do my, I've been doing my sexy booty dances all day today. All right. Um, sexy <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I don't have to be Mick. I don't have to. All right, guys, at your leisure, finish your day. Okay. Ooh, still loading. Oh, no! Oh, God! You guys, what I did today is I made playlists to divide up the scripts and realized that I wrote four fucking feature-length scripts. So I, I made individual playlists for the feature-length Do you... Um, right now. Hey, hey man. Uh, also, that YouTube video you sent me of the script reading, it's like just kind of a super unsettling repeating footage. <laughs> you got it, baby. Who is that? Uh, well, I made four of them. But I, the last one was Selena Beals and some porn star, I think. Or possibly just the manage, one of the managers at the strip club. I don't remember. Warhol, oh, right? She looked like uh, teaser trailer, the movie. <laughs> teaser trailer, the movie, never coming. Never coming out. Warhol, right now. Emphasis on with her, I think it was kind of more emphasis on the trailer, like a park. Uh, hey, hey man. Warhol, I have a question. I, would, I, would check up with her I have a, I have time. a question. I have a production question. So right now, I have. Um, your playlist that you put on the night playlist and I have it just underneath us really softly. Do you want me to do that during the script? No, you want me to cut it out because you want to add whatever you want later. Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah, cool. I'd rather add it. Yeah, yeah, Thank absolutely. You, I just wanted to see if you wanted to do it all in one take or if you... I mean, it would be interesting, but I think it, will, uh, it would be better for me to just do it Absolutely. Later. Yeah, I've just... Uh, so let me know when we're going to start and I'll pull, huh. I'll pull that music out. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, just play it real quiet. Yeah, right now I have it super low and ambient, and it sounds yeah, pretty just cool. Yeah, keep it on, and we won't hear it. And yeah, that yeah. sounds great. It cool. Be like an hour. Sweet. All right then. Yeah, are we ready? Yeah. Closely at it. See me. This makes me happy because I can't hear the buzz. Yay! No buzz. <laughs> There's no buzz. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. <laughs> you guys hear me okay from down here? Yes, okay. All right, cool. Murder in Mid-City. Saturday, February 7th through Saturday, February 14th, 2015. Minotaur Club, episode two. Story by R. Pinson, written by B. Noel. Interior, Minotaur Club, nights. Music pulses, lights flash, scantily clad dancers grind, sweating on a dance floor. I hate dance clubs. What? I'll be right back. What? Teddy Rose disappears in the dark. Two large men appear and lead Bedelia Conwood off toward a side door. Exterior, Club Minotaur, side door, night. An elegant sedan is double parked. Two large men lead Bedelia to the sedan. A banner reads, Cupid's Cuck Night. Interior, elegant sedan night. Two large men force Bedelia into the sedan.
Champagne? Now, what the hell was that message about? Teddy is here, and I'm still pregnant. Interior, Club Minotaur, restroom, night. Teddy Rose shoots up in an open stall. Interior, Club Minotaur, restroom, night. Leibowitz enters and crosses it to the open stall, nudging Teddy awake. Damn it, Teddy. What about the deal? Huh? What? Ah, I'm ready. I'm right here. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Oh, you piece of shit, junkie. Yeah, that's uncalled for. Interior, Minotaur, inner office, night. Clarence confers with the well-dressed gentleman. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, Senor Patricio. However... <laughs> the office door opens. <laughs> A well-dressed man, gentleman, coughs and gestures for silence. Patricia's receptionist. Elizabeth, where do we stand? Exterior, Bedelia Conwood's apartment, Don. An elegant sedan pulls up outside the apartment building. Bedelia Conwood steps out of the sedan. Interior, Bedelia Conwood's apartment, Don. Bedelia enters her small apartment, locks the door behind her, and sits and rolls a joint. Then smokes, in that order. Interior, Bedelia Conwood's apartment, Don. Bedelia wakes in a chair as Teddy Rose comes to the front door. Bedelia smiles sadly. You disappeared. Where'd you go? What, 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 what do you care? Interior, Mick's car, Don. Mick snores in his car, windows open, mouth open and drooling with snacks spilled all over his chest. Exterior, Abraham's house, morning. Abraham opens his front door in a bathrobe. We near his kids playing in the back. His wife's like, I love you, honey. And he lifts the newspaper from the steps and notices Mick's car. Exterior, Mick's car, morning. Abraham approaches Mick's car. I told you not to stay the night, did I not? This is, this is worse than that. Mick's car, morning. Mick checks his phone. I'm thinking Clooney might ask me to the prom. <laughs> Exterior, freeway, day. Mick's car narrowly avoids a collision. Flies down the freeway. Interior, Minotaur inner office, day. Clarence sorts cash into piles, then places various denominations and labeled envelopes all over his desk. The office door opens slowly. Sophia Rheingold stands in shadow in the doorway. Her mink coat opens to reveal a tasteful lingerie. Clarence smirks and continues counting. Make it quick, sugar. We've got to get to the subway station. <laughs> Interior, Captain Reginald's office day. Make <sighs> sit. <sighs> <laughs> what day is it? Yeah. 
fantastic! That must mean you're you were late on your first day, and I need you to get your ass to the subway and stop smirking and get your feet off my desk. Mick farts and stands, and he's very quiet for some reason. Mick is really quiet. Uh, I can one hundred percent guarantee the butler did. It. <laughs> Exterior, Fifth Street subway entrance, evening. Mick double parks, blocking a civilian who just unlocked. Hey, wait a minute! Interior, Fifth Street subway platform, evening. Mick approaches the stairs. Exterior, chuckle shop, evening. Guerrero walks up. To <laughs> Interior, chuckle shop, back office, evening. Guerrero enters his office. Old bag man sits in a comfy chair in the corner, silence pistol in hand, sleeping. Motherfucker. Guerrero grabs a heavy mic. Stand from the corner and screams, bludgeoning the old man repeatedly. <laughs> Exterior, Leibowitz, DDS office, evening. DDS. Dental receptionist opens the front door and exits to the sidewalk. Reflected in the mirror, we see Claire O'Donnell going down on Leibowitz, who closes a door, obscuring the view. Tasteful. Exterior, chuckle shop, night. Mick's car pulls up outside the chuckle shop window open. Happy fucking February. Mick leaves his car running, driver's side door open, and approaches a young uniformed officer. Hey, you know that George Washington Carver found over 300 years ago? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Black History Month. Look out for that for me. Mick gestures to the automobile, unlocked and running. Interior, Libowitz, DDS office at night. Claire O'Donnell gargles with scope. As her phone buzzes, she spits into the dental sink and answers the phone. Bedelia, let's calm down. Libowitz enters the room. Interior, chuckle shop, back office night. Mick stands with Abraham. Guerrero sits, faced in his hands, while an older beat cop takes his statement. Well, he said it was self-defense. Oh. Mick, very, very quiet Mick. For some reason, Mick is so quiet. And Abraham, confer with the forensic technician. Exterior, exterior. Uh, Bedelia Conwood's apartment, night. Bedelia gets in a yellow cab. Taxi! Take me to the river. Exterior, Minotaur. Minnow shakes his head, takes a breath, and enters the club Minotaur. Posterior, Minotaur, inner office, Dawn. Minnow stands with his back to the slightly open door as Clarence separates cash in the piles. Cosmopolitan host snorts out from the mirror on the desk. This is weak this shit. Is some weak shit. Would you get your whore out of here? 
Yeah. Um, Candy, would you, darling? Uh, you were saying? Cosmopolitan Hope gathers her mirror paraphernalia and leaves the room. Minnow shakes his head. What do you see? What do you see in there? Right, never mind. Never mind. Clarence finishes dividing the cash and places a thick stack into a small satchel, handing it to Minos. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like coming here. Minos leaves the room. Clarence waits a moment, then stands, crossing his office to close the and lock the door. Clarence returns to the desk, counting and recounting the stack of cash. Interior, chuckle shop. Bar and stage morning. Connie enters, moving gingerly around the police tape and begins brewing a pot of coffee. She's talking on her phone. Honey, that's great. A half day? Text next door and make make sure you'll be home, okay? Thanks, babe. Exterior Mid-City's best damn goddamn <laughs> Sammy's in the land. Morning. Making Abraham chow down on Wrongs. I've been there leaning on their cars. A skinny teenager grabs a fat tourist suitcase, takes off running down the block. <laughs> fat tourist gestures and. Hey, Kira, how you doing? Hey, hey. Abraham and Mick shrug. We're almost Sorry. Exterior, Grand Inn Hotel morning. Sophia Reingold steps out of the Rolls Royce with a distinguished gentleman. Senor Conwood, this way. Yes, darling. Just a moment. Where's Minos? Handle it, Patricio. Sophia hands her phone to the distinguished gentleman and they walk into the hotel. Interior. Minotaur in her office day. Clooney speaks to Clarence while Abraham examines a corpse dressed in all black. Abraham snaps photographs and he just leaves. What, uh, what happened? Um, well, I already filed my report with, uh, Sergeant Clooney. Just run it, run it by me again, please. Well, if you insist, as far as anyone can tell, this burglar came in late last night and accidentally shot themselves. As anyone can tell, huh? You don't have security cameras? Well, evidently, uh, young man, they have been erased. Oh, so we're dealing with a professional who didn't know how to use uh, their own firearm. Happens all the time. Well, I trust you can find your own way out. Good day. Clarence exits. Abraham stares until he is out of sight and earshot, then begins to examine a bullet hole on the floor. Exterior, Daisy's Diner, Day. Married man approaches the diner. Daisy sees him and flips the signs from open to work close, motherfucker. Interior, interior, Bedelia Conwood apartment evening. Clarence Ransack. <laughs> exterior, Miss Best Goddamn Sandy's evening. 
Mixed car is parked outside the Sando shop. Interior, mixed car, evening. Mick eats a sandwich, spilling sauce all over his fucking sloppy self. Exterior, mid-city's best damn Sammy's evening. Kind-eyed Daisy walks out from behind the Sando shop, crying. <laughs> Interior, mixed car, evening. Mick notices a kind-eyed girl in the alley crying. He sets the sandwich down, cleans himself up. I'll be back, little buddy. And emerges from the vehicle. <laughs> Exterior. Myth City's best damn Sammy's evening. Mick offers the kind-eyed girl a cigarette. Exterior. Myth City Public Hospital evening. Herbert Jefferson walks up to the ER driveway with a covered plate of food. Fish and grits, fish and grits, fish and fish and grits. Interior, mid city public hospital, tri tri triage wing, evening. Triage! <laughs> Herbert Jefferson <laughs> offers Candace Jefferson a covered plate. They embrace awkwardly. <laughs> Exterior, Grand Hotel, evening. Two large approach enter the hotel. Interior, Grand Inn Hotel Evening. Two large men knock on the door of the suite after a long moment. A married man stands in the doorway. Interior, Oppenheimer's Lounge. Night. Herbert Jefferson and Steve drink at the, in the semi-full tavern. You gotta stop visiting, man. She left you. At least, at least stop bringing her dinner every night. It's sad. I've got to go meet Sophia. Old lady's been working you pretty hard. I don't mind. Uh, bartender, another round. No. I've got to go. Steve drinks. Either way. God, that Claire is such a babe. Interior, Grand Inn Hotel Suite Night. Married man returns to bed. Who was that? No one. Shut up. You just sleep with Edna here? I have to go. Go to sleep. The scooter is waiting for my call. Married man kisses Connie hard. Why don't you make me a drink? <laughs> Exterior. Rheingold Gardens night. The grounds are eerily quiet. Herbert Jefferson's automobile pulls up in the driveway. You can hear it really loudly because I think it's quite heavy smoke billows from the crematorium. Gross. Interior, Rheingold Memorial Crematorium night. Clara O'Donnell makes over the badly beaten corpse of an old bag man. Man, I'll start to like that guy. Clarence manipulates the furnace. It was a mistake. It won't happen again. Oh, you've said this before. <laughs> well, look, I don't really need these hours anymore. Oh, things are going well with the dentist, then, I guess. We hear banging in the basement door. All right, come on, going, coming. I'm coming. Speak of the devil. <laughs> Not to be anti-Semitic, y'all. <laughs> oh, Clarence. Oh, Clarence, oh, grow Clarence, up. Clarence, would you 
Did you just grow up? That's what we're about to say. We're telling you to grow up. Why don't you listen? Clara goes to the basement door. Exterior, Rheingold crematorium, basement door, night. Leibowitz stands outside. Clara speaks to him from inside the doorway. This is not a good time. Interior, Bedelia Conwood's apartment. Flashback! 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 Teddy gets all the way dressed, hiding out full of track marks and shit. Bedelia lies in the bed. That was nice. I need some money, doll. How much? There's a heavy knock at the door of Bedelia's small apartment. Strains on its hinges. <laughs> how, how, how much do you have right now? How much do you have right now? Bedelia looks torn between annoyance and fear. Uh, do you think? Do you think you can borrow it from you? Maybe you should answer the door. Teddy Rose walks to the door. Bedelia frantically goes to rummage through her hiding spot for some cash, then conceals the spot. <laughs> Bedelia dresses quickly and pockets the cash. She moves slowly toward the apartment door. Stay in your room. Two large men stand in the apartment. Bedelia backs away. Exterior waterfront development daytime. And Pekka would dress woman and Minos confer. Spread and heavy wind blow. Would you prefer to go inside? Ms. Rockham. I am satisfied. Are you prepared to Ms. sign? Ms. Rockham, I am satisfied. Are you prepared to sign? Ms. Rockham, I am satisfied. Are you satisfied. prepared to sign? <laughs> I am exterior. Eudora Conwood's home office day. Two large men stand on the porch. One smiles, the other frowns. How can I help you, gentlemen? Excuse me, We're gentlemen. friends of your daughter. Bedelia? Bedelia. Oh, yes. yes. How lovely. She's a wonderful woman. She is a wonderful woman. When did you last see your daughter, ma'am? Bedelia. Bedelia. Is, uh, is something wrong? Interior, Minotaur Club. Flashback! 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 <laughs> at the bar. Two large men appear from behind him. Teddy turns to greet them. Hey, hey, we're all good. I just talked to your boss. Who's your boss? Hey, how have you, how, you been, Teddy? Interior. Oh, hey, Charlie. Precinct. Police station, captain's office, day. Officer Wilson. Captain's office. Goddamn patriot sits on the captain's desk. Crossing your legs. Please get back on those cold cases. 
this should be done by then. Oh, yeah. We're a unanimous. See Wilson? Are you <laughs> Captain Reginald? Please reconsider and allow me to take you out to dinner. This okay. Reggie, we wouldn't that be unprofessional? Mick opens the door. Nancy stands. Mick speaks quietly. You, you asked for me? I'm not sure how the force operates elsewhere, but around here, I expect all my detectives to report in our office for a daily briefing. Right on. Well, the crime happens outside. Are we talking? Are we taking care of that in here? You're not officially on payroll, detective. This is a probationary period. Excuse me, Officer Wilson. Yes, I'd like. I'd look into the basement files. <laughs> I've been confronted with Dave Washington in the downtown Catholic. You've been assigned to suicide, accidents, and acts of God. Captain, I came in with promise to not investigate Darwin. All right, well, suppose you can solve our unfiled case status, prove they're all natural incidents and not unsolved murders. Clean your sheet, don't you? Mick, I am not here to negotiate. Mayor's office just keeps calling. Get me on the task force! Yeah, well, they have a lot of questions. And I heard that you had the damn station shut down for half a day. Why don't you just give me some good news? should have been a full day. Mick, quiet, quiet, Mick. We can barely hear. Pulls out his phone, and no one can really hear him on the other side of the phone, and... He shows it to the captain. So quiet, no I one saw even You found video evidence? Social media. Even brothers helping. Now, if you don't mind, I was planning on looking into some loose ends for some of the old ones. Who knows? We could jog. My connect. And Interior! Unsolved case record archives at daytime. Mick approaches Nancy slowly, hands in the air. Hey, don't shoot me off. Are you posing a credible threat to yourself and others? Mostly my. What are you working on? <sighs> Ten years of unsolved crimes. Of unsolved crimes. I think it's pen penitent. For what? Turning down dinner. Wow, hard knock yeah. life, huh? Deed of kisses, we get kicked. Well, they've got me pretty bored with these manic, depressive, and glorified weather events. What if I help you run through a few of these and you show me where to find a decent meal? Make lights another fucking cigarette. <laughs> I'm not. A new in town, help the homeless. Kindness to stranger, you know, we'll, we'll go to Dutch. Nancy takes the cigarette and puts it up to her lips, even though it's clear that she doesn't like the cigarette. Let's see how good your help is first. Interior, 12th Precinct, Unsolved Case Records Archives. Evening. Archives. Oh, Take out Chinese, delicious. 
with case files spread over every available surface. They murmur to each other, conspiratorially. Mitch's phone beeps, but he ignores it, because come on, they're having dinner. So wait. I'm not saying I can prove it. He's not saying anything we can hear. But look. Mick lifts up and compares a few photos and witness statements. Okay. He didn't jump. What? The guy never jumped. They couldn't find a body. His camera only showed him step onto the rail. A truck went by, obscuring the angle. No real credible witnesses. A junkie claimed he saw something. He might have saw a body. Shadow of something flowing the river. No, he didn't, he didn't look at this. Mick pulls up another page from the file. You're saying? Uh, I'm no financial wizard, but the bank put a freeze on his assets. Except only after his, he mortgages his house. Wait, that makes sense. So, they freeze the house. He supposedly killed himself, so the house wasn't going anywhere. Why liquidate your assets? He took out 20 grand here in small amounts over a period of weeks. Or he killed himself? Why? Hold on. Oh my lord. It's plausible at least. Sounds like maybe he was running from the mob. More likely not because who who pays on a suicide? So he takes out eighteen thousand seven hundred and forty seven, leveraged against his house, and disappears? Like Kaiser Sose. But the mob. Right. The mob thinks he offed himself. Maybe he sees his assets if they can, and he's off the hook. It's kind of brilliant. Maybe I should do that. Is the mob fucking after you, too? What? Is the mafia chasing you? Mick takes a pair of chopsticks and digs one into the one of the containers of takeout. Delicious. He goes to eat. But Nancy intercepts his chopsticks. Choo-choo! Chewing. With a twinkle in her eye. How many is that? Cases I solved for you. Five. I count seven. No. The subpoena skip tracer. Mick, trying to take an uncooperative witness and turn them into a murderer on the loose, that doesn't help me. Reggie, the captain, wouldn't like that. I bet the captain wouldn't like that. But solving your case might be worth it. I already paid for dinner. Waltz in the car. Anyhow, you can spare a few more hours of your time, or... Abraham interrupts, out of breath. (coughs) There you are. Fucking just answer your damn phone. Okay, I need to bend your ear about Minotaur. Nancy and... (laughs) (laughs) Ancient Greek mythology... I got lost in a, in a labyrinth. Thanks, Tommy. You're mixing up the Goonies. I don't Why are you reading Nancy? <laughs> oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> I should be getting home anyway. All right. Well, you both need to get home. I mean, we're about to close the restaurant. Nancy gathers up the takeout container. I should be getting home anyway. Putting files away. Don't take these. I'll hang on to them. And, um, that high school man 
Christmas kids. Clooney's helping cover up uh, a murder at the Minotaur Club. Where? What is that? It's a place. It doesn't matter. It's a nightclub. Mick notices a piece of evidence Nancy is gathering. Wait, who's Magnus Wrangle? Interior aged car evening. Mick and Abraham sit talking at the food sandwiches. What am I just supposed to throw the game? All the freaking way. One criminal off the note. Pretend you're in Florida. And? Stay in your ground. None of your business. Uh, well, yeah, technically, from a purely technical standpoint, arguably, it is your business. But the point Stand your ground? He stood his ground. Fuck it. Fuck it. Stood his ground. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck. Fuck it. Abraham puts the driver's side window down, tosses his trash, Fuck and it. drives off. <laughs> Dude, where's your car? Where's your car? Uh, actually, want to go to this diner? Well, you're paying. I'm paying. Okay, well, let's go, motherfucker. Exterior, freeway, evening. Abraham's car cruises by the river at sundown. Interior. Nervously, like nervous, Teddy, a married man walks in. You fucking tweaker. I'm looking everywhere for you. Did you make the drop? It 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 it, it didn't it didn't go down like you said it would. Interior, Grand Inn Hotel evening. Grand an impeccably dressed woman hollers, pounding at the door. <laughs> Vince, I swear I am so glad I terminated every single one of your children. I should have stayed in France. <laughs> Jesus, Julia. <laughs> Jesus, Julia. Is this the kind of scene you want? <laughs> Married man yanks her dress, exposing <laughs> flesh. Mm. Impeccably dressed woman steadies herself. Kind-eyed Daisy slinks out of the suite and along the hall into the stairwell. Impeccably dressed woman flies into a rage, <laughs> striking at a married man. She laughs, shoving her on the ground. She leaves shit, backing into a suite and closing the fucking door. Back to fail! Daisy's diner night. Abraham and Mick look over cold case files and eat pie. Okay, so pie. this arson case. Yeah, okay, so officers found the body in the freezer. Figured. Figured that the Vic went in the high heat. Well, I think we don't have any freaking idea. Nowhere to Who on the house? They look through their file. Looks like there's uh, be some old woman. Uh, okay, collecting social security. Well, she was a shut-in. Neighbors hadn't seen her in who knows how long. Okay, Guessing it was a squat. Or a trap house. Or... Or, uh, 
holy fuck. Okay, can I borrow your brain for a while? Uh, you could work your magic going through our file cabinet downtown. I mean... Get me on a task force. I'm trying. Get me on the task force. I, I will get you on the task force. I'm just not sure when. Mick speaks in a language that seemingly only Abraham can understand and looks through the case file. Oh, well, don't. <laughs> or... I don't know. They they like the father for it. Homophobe, military type. Not about to convict. But uh, ransom notes seem well um, fake, like a false alibi. I'll bet you the next slice of pie. He, I can hear him. You can't happen. hear him. I'm going crazy. You can't hear him. I lose my. None of us can hear him. You literally have to sit exactly where you're sitting. None of us can hear him. Okay. Well, here. Oh, there I go. Of course you can hear him. You're sitting right next to him. Hey, some shit. You hear Billy now? Yeah. When he talks louder, you can hear him. Let's go back to like three lines. Project. All right. So I'm going to start from the last one. I don't know how they linked the father to it. Homophobe, military type. Not enough evidence to convict, but ransom notes seem like fake. Like a false alibi. Hello. <laughs> You're far away. You gotta get closer. It's treating each of you as background noise. So when one of you speaks, the other one becomes background noise and the zoom pulls out. Just huddle together and be comfortable with your Yeah, just kiss. Just make out. Okay, all right. Wait. So go back like three lines for me. Okay. Okay. Perfect. We can hear you now. I'm gonna cut yeah. the two together. It'll be good. All right, don't get don't get sore. Then there's this other one. The Glee Club kidnapped. I don't know they how they link the like the father for it. A homophobe military type. Not enough evidence to convict. And well the ransom note seemed well it seemed fake, like a false alibi. I'll show you the next slice of five. Look in the dragon cabaret system. Maybe just in the tri-state area. And find this altar boy with her name and lights. Daisy, darling. Heavenly beast, beautiful creature, mercy for a couple of poor sloops. Deliver us from hunger now and at the hour of our pie. Daisy appears magically from the back with two fresh from the oven, tasty, delicious, fuming pie plates, chuckling to herself. <laughs> Keep an eye on this other club owner, Guero. Some of these random robberies are not seeming so random. Beep! Mix phone beeps. A text message from Nancy Wilson. <laughs> Another suitcase. Wanted to pick your brain. Drinks? Mick throws cash on the table. But it wasn't enough that Abraham had to pick the cash. This guy is fucking sex. Hey, drop me on my car, guy. Interior, Mordecai's table, night. Mick enters to find Nancy Wilson at the bar. He makes his way through the packed restaurant. Jesus, this place always crammed. I have drinks in my place. Ooh, interior, Nancy's condo. That was quick. Condo! Mick slowly leaves the bed and enters the bathroom. You hear the sound of a shower. 
Interior, mix car, Don. Mix sniffs his fingers and closes his eyes from it. Bluebirds in the sun. Not high. You know how I feel. Exterior, Nancy's condo, Don. Mix oh, car no. pulls out of the complex, the complex down the road. Exterior, new light hotline, call center, morning. New light hotline. Mix car pulls into a lot of a near empty business park. Interior, mixed car, morning. Mick digs around on the filthy fucking floor of his car that he lives in. He finds happy Danish. And he opens the manila envelope. We see an accident report and witness statement during an untimely demise of Bedelia Conwood. Interior, new light hotline. New light hotline. Call center, morning. Mick stands in the foyer of the, of the call center. I'd like to speak with whoever's in charge or whoever can give me a cup of coffee. How can I help you? You want to start with a coffee? Have a hotline day. Interior, new, new light hotline, break room, morning. Mick listens politely Welcome as to the new hotline May I take your manager brews a fresh pot and some coffee too. So when the kids left, I knew I needed to find some way to occupy myself. So here I am. I'm sorry. Have I been rambling on? Uh, no, no, no. I can honestly use the company. By the way, tell me if this is rude, but are these calls recorded? Exterior, new light hotline, call center. Day. Mick walks to his car with a ceramic coffee mug. You know, he fucking stole it. And a floppy disk. He places the disk on the coat pocket and retrieves his Nick unlocks the door, takes a sip, puts a little whiskey in it, and opens the door and gets inside. <laughs> Exterior, 12th precinct, station, day. Mick's car double parks in the fucking front of the station again, Mick. Yeah. Exterior, new light hotline, call center, day. Two large men exit the call center and walk to an elegant sedan. Interior, mix card day. Mick flips through the files. His phone beeps. Interior, mix card evening. Horns honking. Find Nancy Wilson knocking on his window. He wipes the drool. He tries to like fix his hair a little bit, look kind of cool, and he pulls his car over. Huh? You just left? Oh. I got an itch. The phone records. Bedelia made this string of calls before the accident on the boat, or whatever it was. Suicide hotlines, emergency calls. Next time you can borrow my case files, you should, you could at least leave me a note. Damn. Interior, Mordecai's table, evening. Nancy and Mick share an absurd spread of delicious looking food and bowls and clay plots, platters, hot mm. plates, steaming delicious. You wanna hear something wild? I couldn't get the 911 calls without a warrant. I found this. Interior, Bedelia Conwood's apartment. Flashback! Yay! 
I'm I feel so I'm so scared they I don't know please I might have to interior Mordecai's table evening Nancy places mixed phone on the table pushing the piles of food away to clear space they glance at at another uncomfortably I guess I'm not hungry anymore and sound like the Casual farewell before a fun, frivolous boat trip. Should we take this to go? Interior. Nancy Wilson's condo. Wow, nighttime. Mick is holding a beer bottle. Sitting wrong on a piece of furniture, all like too comfortable again. Dirty ass shoes. Nancy has a few buttons undone, all casual and sexy. <laughs> hey, fucking Cody. Cobain was murdered. He told us all along. I don't have a gun. No, I don't have a gun. <laughs> Mick falls to the floor. Oh. After. I didn't spill. Would you, ah. like some, would you like some whiskey? Or do you want to come over here and... Wow. Interior. Chuckle shop. Bar and screen. Oh, oh, do you think I can get a set? Nighttime. <laughs> The comedy club is up and running again. That's good news. Like, oh, the comedy club is up and running again, guys. <laughs> we can see Connie through a cracked doorway. It's murder. Minnow sits at a table with Patricio Conwood, Guerrero, and two large men. One smiling and the other one frowning. <laughs> a comic speaks into the microphone. <laughs> Obama killed the dreams of black children. I want to be the first black president. <laughs> Interior. Casino speakeasy night. Dim lighting. Gold and jewels. Mid-city's most exclusive speakeasy casino. Don't fucking tell anyone about it. All right, but bring your hot friends. The golden elevator doors open, revealing it. A click of glamorous partygoers and a limo shuttle driver. I don't... Right this way. And uh, you can remove your blindfolds now. Yay! <laughs> this new click takes in their surroundings, wandering into the floor. Let's play Texas Hold'em and fuck! Mm-hmm. Let's do drugs first, Billy. Interior limo shuttle gone. Limo shuttle driver checks his oh, rear so view. Mm-hmm. A cabin full. <laughs> guys, guys, uh, have to go. Limo shuttle driver speaks into a device. Headed back to the drop off. Sorry, guys. Sorry, we gotta go. My roommate. Love you, babies. Yeah, my roommate showing my room. Thank you so much. Oh, bye, bye, bye. Bye. Can we go back like a couple, a couple lines? Can we go back a couple months? That was the most mysterious Mick we've had. 
That was oh, so um, a couple lines of where do we should start? Just anywhere. Just I just have to overlap. Um, the okay. new click takes in the surroundings. Yeah! Wandering onto the floor of a high-end outlaw casino. Interior. Interior. Limo shuttle. Dawn. Limo shuttle driver checks his rear view. A cabin uh. full of passed out or barely conscious and flying for the One has a nipple hanging out of her dress, but we don't really address it. Limo shuttle driver speaks into a device. Headed back to the drop-off. Interior. Nancy Wilson's condo. Dawn. Dawn! Nick gets out of bed and dresses. Nancy snores again. She needs to get that check out. Spayed out. Like, maybe she has sleep apnea. We don't know. Splayed out across the bed. Exterior. Nancy Wilson's condo. Dawn. Mixed car pulls off the road. She ah! on the sidewalk asking for it in last night's cocktail dress. Why is she dressed like that? <laughs> Exterior. Waterfront development. Dawn. Limo shuttle driver leads glamorous party goers out of the shuttle. They yawn wait for the limo shuttle driver to return the phones and fancy walkers. Glamorous party goers call taxis, Ubers, private drivers are off-brand cabs and climb in their vehicles all grumpy and sleepy and shit, which pull off Okay, folks, get up. Blindfolds off. Bon voyage. Welcome to morning. Go home. Just a small town girl. Interior. Nancy Wilson's condo. Nancy stirs awake, noticing she's alone. She checks the time and slowly stirs. Checks her messages a little bit. She sees... She seems about to get out of bed. Mm. But then she lays back down staring at the ceiling. She forgot to talk. What is it? Thursday? A door I creaks you, and my mixed voice enters. I didn't know. Muffins are scones. Oh. So I got waffles instead. Mick enters with a bag and, and blazed and Daisy's, Daisy's diner. diner. Hope you're hungry. Um, ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Coffee? Nancy smiles. <sighs> Mick has tracked mud all over the fucking carpet with your dirty ass shoes. I'll get that next time. Again. Are you the man who intends on fucking me this morning? I don't see anyone else here. Exterior. Mid City's best damn Sammy's morning. Limo shuttle driver walks up sando shop interior mid-city's best damn sammy's morning comic stands behind the counter wearing an apron <sighs> hey i saw you at the chuckle shop last week you uh you were a freaking riot what's that one about about the moon oh uh, if you believe we've been to the moon you accept that we only let white men on the moon. If you want to order, my boss is kind of a prick. Oh, yeah, sorry, man. Uh, I'll have a 666. When are you at the club again? Uh, I actually went up last night. I'm trying to get a Friday spot or a Saturday night. 
right? I had to work last night. I tried to go the other night, but the place was closed. Limo shuttle driver hands over exact change. Throws a tip in the jar and slips a little extra in the pump's I think the owner killed a guy. I'll be right back with your sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Interior. Sophia Rheingold, private room, morning. Herbert Jefferson sleeps <laughs> Sophia Rheingold stands with a shaft of light by a goblet. It kind of burns her hands because goblets don't have handles. And smoking a long cigarette with like one of those filters. From the, you know, we see an open pill bottle. Interior casino speakeasy day. Distinguished gentleman, Patricio Conwood, walks through the empty casino examining and inspecting all of the tables, games, and equipment. I this is dirty. He's counting cards. Interior. New light hotline. Call center. Flashback. Flashback. Operator sits at their desk taking calls. New light hotline. Interior. Yellow cab. Flashback. 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 Incredibly, impeccably, and incredibly, and impeccably as well, dressed and undressed woman, either way. Yellow cab. In the back. My name is Julia Rockham, and I fear for my safety. Exterior, Nancy Wilson's condo, day. An elegant sedan sits idling. Interior, an elegant sedan, day. Two large men play cards, keeping one eye on Nancy. Interior, Mordecai's table, day. Daytime. Guerrero walks through the restaurant, making tiny adjustments, and he walks behind the bar and begins checking the till. Exterior, Eudora's Conwood's home office daytime, a limestone, a limousine made of limestone, which is crazy, pulls up from it by a driveway. The driveway, ironically, made out of limousines. <laughs> out steps a distinguished gentleman, Patricio Conwood. Exterior, waterfront development, daytime. Nick's car pulls up and just at a discreet distance. Nick steps out of the car and looks around. Oh, right. Kind of hungover still. Uh, Interior. Drink. Sophia's Rheingold's private room. Mm -hmm. Daytime. Herbert Jefferson stirs awake. Ah! <sighs> Sitting in bed. <coughs> the curtain is pulled back. Another day, another day. Reveal an open window. Open hearts. An abandoned cigarette smolders in a goblet. Herbert puts on coveralls labeled with his name and gathers up his tool belt. Interior, Oppenheimer's Lounge, Day, Connie, directs a few contractors and minor renovations around the bar, touching up paint, repairing the faucet, unclogging the toilet, and rewiring a light in a building stage. I need a bigger snake! 
<laughs> Interior, midstream public hospital ICU. Daytime. Daytime. Disney hours and nine Clarence stands in a shadow behind a door and observes a barely recognizable <laughs> Teddy Rose. What have you done to yourself, Teddy? Rockham screams at the kind of yeah. Daisy and he spits and gesticulates. This is all your fault, whoring around. I fucking trusted you. Would you please quiet down? Exterior, Grand Inn Hotel, evening. A limousine made out of limestone, crazy, pulls up in the driveway. Connie and the comic exit to the hotel, holding hands. They kiss and part ways. A distinguished gentleman, Patricio Conwood, steps out of the limousine. A team of, of concierges and hostesses and baggage reporters and bellhops and some random guy that doesn't even work there. What is he doing there? Swarm the limousine. Oh. Handling various tasks. Interior. Mid-City's best fucking goddamn Sammy's in the world. You better believe it. Evening. Married man. Vince Rockham. Berates the comic. What are you, a garbage person? Constantly late, sloppy, and smelling like a cock-sucking cannabis patch. That's racist. I could use a cock-sucking cannabis patch in my life. Like says the one. person in line. <laughs> Married man gathers up the tip jar and goes into the back office and slams the door behind him. The comic takes off his apron and throws it fucking down, storming out the side door. He doesn't that shit. Interior, Leibowitz, DDS offices. Like, they think they fucking own his life for like $10 an hour. Not even that. $8 an hour. This is middle America. Yeah. And like, they don't even take him the tips? Fuck that. Fuck that job. He deserves better. You know what? He, he'd be better off living this car. He's gonna die. Interior. Leibowitz. <laughs> DDS offices. Evening. Leibowitz throws dental tools around his fucking office. God damn it! No, sanitary. beneath me I know you sank my boat bitch I didn't sink your boat well you sure as cunt fucking know what happened yeah I fucked my boss again 
For the last time, Dick. Clara storms out right the front door ajar. Fuck ah. that guy. Interior. Ah. Chuckle shop. Bar. And ah. 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 Connie cleans up the bar. She's always the one stuck cleaning up the fucking bar. She's a manager. The comic enters from the side door and stands silhouetted in the doorway. Connie sets her cleaning supplies down. They move to one another and embrace. <gasps> Interior. Fifth Street subway platform. Evening. The station attendant takes selfies and videos. Ignoring the light. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm live streaming from work, y'all! Interior, downtown, police headquarters, evening. Mayor Grisham holds a hushed conversation with Sergeant Cooney. Interior, Abraham's house, evening. Evening. Mary sleeps on the couch with his shoes and coat on. And one of his kids starts poking him with like a little G.I. Joe doll. A dirty plate wrestling on his chest, and then the little kid uses the GI Joe ball and like starts playing with a little plate on his chest. They're having a good time. With <laughs> Old drunk Joe. <laughs> drunk Uncle Joe. His <laughs> name is Man. They call it yeah. It's fine. Interior: Bedelia Conwood's apartment. Evening. God's Jordan drunk, yo. <laughs> Crossed police tape. And pick through the ransacked wreckage of a small apartment. Exterior, Minotaur Club, evening. Amiibo still? A sign on the door reads, closed for repair. Clarence stands with the always impeccably dressed Julia Rockin. It's honestly too late for a business call. I'm here to be polite. I'd like to sell it. Whoa. Exterior, Mid-City's best goddamn Sammy's in this whole fucking multiverse. You better believe it. Evening. A scruffy-looking student is screaming along with Nick and Abe leaning on their cars just eating a sloppy fucking sandwich. Ooh, it's so good. This Minotaur thing. What the fuck is in that safe? Beep! Wanna get some pie? Mick always wants pie. Interior, Daisy's Diner, night. Mick sits with a coffee mug. Cigarette butts litter, the used pie plate. Kind-eyed Daisy comes over to offer a refill. Did your friend leave? One of them. Are you leaving? Mick keeps coming around. I asked him not to. I could eat more. Insatiable appetite for pie. Interior. <laughs> Oppenheimer's Lounge. Night. Nancy Wilson enters, sees Clara drinking with Steve, and walks over. Connie sure. is bartending, of course. She's the best bartender. Everyone knows it. She always gives the comics free drinks. She's awesome. The comic talks to Guerrero by the end of the bar. I am completely and totally available. And it does not hurt my pride to tell you that. I can be here anytime. I, I can start now and stay. I'll sleep in the back. We should, we take... should take a cruise. Well, that sounds... Excuse me, are you Claire O'Donnell? 
We should go to. Yes, I'm Clara. Let's trap Puerto Rico. Is something going on? I'm Nancy. Nancy Wilson with CD City PD. Dr. Leibowitz suggested I find you here. What? How does? How does? How in the fuck would he know I'm here? I want to ask you a few questions about the Belinda Conwood. Bedelia, my friend Bedelia. I mean, I don't know her. How did you meet her? Exterior, Upper Harvard Lounge, back patio, back door test. Nice. Clara, Nancy, sit like firelight. Oh, jeez. Clara fidgets. Uh, You're really gonna uh, narrate the women's. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know her that well. How did you meet? She was patient. <laughs> oh, that's I like your top. How? What is this about? Procedure. Did you ever see her socially? Where'd you get those shoes? Those are nice. I like your shoes. You know, because sometimes I go shopping at the mall. Uh, anyway, um, what I I forget. What did you say? I have statements that you were seen at a club called Minotaur. Minotaur Club. I don't know. Sound. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I think I think I'm. Uh, hmm. Oh, I think I was there yesterday. I saw her there a few times. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know if I've ever been there. And did you know that she was pregnant? Does it seem unusual to you for a female woman to kill herself? <laughs> Nancy sits back and gazes intently at Clara, and Clara mumbles that she wears a size eight. It was an, just in case they want to share shoes. It was an accident. Are you an ape? Uh, what are you saying? Of course. Did Bedelia ever speak with you about her career? Is this one of those things where you mispronounce her name to get me to admit that no? Because I don't really know her that bitch that well. Like, I know she worked with a mayor or something. The two of you were in close? We were in the same general circles. It wasn't even that tight. It was more ovoid. I spoke, I spoke with Adora Conwood, Belina's mother. She had wonderful things to say about you, positively glowing. Oh, that's so nice. Would you like to amend your statements? Fuck. Clara O'Donnell glances around nervously. What, are you smart or something? She toys with unbust cocktail. I, <laughs> by the way, um, who does your hair? I'm okay. All right. Yes, I knew Bedelia. All right. Yes. Until recently, we, we were <laughs> we were fairly close. We had a falling out, and I don't enjoy. I prefer not to talk about it. What was your falling out about? Did Miss Conway have a passion for boating? How did she come into the possession of your <sighs> employer's yacht? Clara O'Donnell becomes very stiff. I slept with her boyfriend. Ah, I slept. It's a sort. I don't really. Bedelia's boyfriend. I'm not proud of any of this. Teddy Rose. Terry. Uh, Teddy. Rose. Teddy. Teddy Rose. Yes. I somehow just couldn't resist him. Has that ever happened to you? You meet someone, maybe they have an 
Teddy. Beautiful Teddy Rose. If you don't mind, could I go now? I'm kind of on a date. Of course. Just a few more questions. How did Bedelia become a client of Dr. Leibowitz? I'm not sure. I can't remember. See you later. Have a nice day. <laughs> Text me. According to the doctor, she was a referral of yours. That may be true. Fine. Nancy Wilson puts her notes away. Claire O'Donnell begins to sing. Jennifer, hey! <laughs> Done. If you referred her to Leibowitz, his office can't be how you met. Can it Miss O'Donnell? I suppose you met at the club. Have a good night. Nancy Wilson stands and puts her notes away. Here's my card. Again. In case you misremembered anything. Claire O'Donnell hesitates then grabs the card and they kind of touch fingers a little bit and they kind of like it, but they don't say anything. Good. Bye. I hear visibility is low tonight. Might want to stay off the river. Claire O'Donnell begins to say something, but then she walks away. Interior, casino speakeasy night. Clarence and Minos are led through the casino as the golden elevator opens. As you can see. Releasing <laughs> raucous party goers who remove their blindfolds and rush into the casino main floor. The large men stand behind the mayor at the roulette table. Is that Filthy Grisham? Sophia Rheingold kisses Herbert Jefferson slightly in front of his butt. Interior. Casino secret nighttime. I heard even my past two seconds. Patricio waits in an overstuffed chair. He stands as Minos and Clarence enter the inner sanctum. The door closes behind them. What is with this blindfold shit? It's ridiculous. Give me my damn phone back. Patricio pours drinks from the carafe onto the table in the corner. Um, thank okay. you for taking the time to meet with us. We only need a moment. You made an offer on my club, <laughs> according to Mrs. Rockham. <sighs> this is my town. So why do you want it? Enough of these games. Are you interested in the real estate or in uh, taking over our clientele of a uh, rave cultural distribution? Patricio Conwood carries two drinks across the den, Clink. offering them to Clarence and Minos. Minos refuses. Clarence accepts. Clink, clink. Patricio and Clarence Clean Magnus Rheingold, may he rest in peace, was not merely an economic visionary. He became an icon. <clears throat> Gentlemen, to a new era. Exterior, Oppenheimer's Lounge, nighttime. Nancy Wilson on her phone. 
It's Nancy. Yeah. Can you meet me at the crime scene? Okay, thanks. Beep, 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 Nancy beep. hangs up and sends a text. <laughs> Exterior. Two-story home with a yard. Ooh, nice. Nighttime. Mick's car pulls up and double fucking parks. And Mick gets out of the goddamn car. Interior. Living room. Of Klaus Jenkins. Who I completely forgot was a character. At night. He hasn't been yet. Nancy speaks quietly to Mick. Actually, we never meet him. The worried mother He's already dead. a few children. He's been murdered by the lab an tech. An eager young officer Don't tell anyone. takes his statement. That's good. Thank you, ma'am. I'm hungry. Officer, we've had Papa. Don't mind. These two detectives, I'm so eager, want to ask you a few questions. Nancy approaches Mix Hi, we're Hamas. <laughs> Where's the best? We're detectives. Class has been missing since yesterday. Is that correct? He drove off while I was upstairs putting the kids to bed. Is that a metaphor? And these are all your children? Uh, yes. Uh, no, these are our foster foster children. We've taken in many little angels over the years. Does that mean that they died? Has anything like this ever <laughs> happened before? We've, we've had a few runaways, but it's to be expected. Troubled children, orphans, sometimes they run off. I see. Did Klaus say where he's going? He said he was... No, I don't know. Listen, Jenkins! Miss Jenkins. Thank you for your... Did your husband owe anybody money? Was he gambling? Did he seem upset recently? No, nothing like that. Lord, this is so... so awful. Was he whoring around? When's the last time one of the kids ran off? Officer? Detective? Detective? Mother falls silent and an eager young officer whispers to Nancy. An abandoned SUV was found a few miles up the road. What was the make and model of your husband's car? Interior. Sando shop. Back office. Flash! Flash! Back. Yeah. Man, Rock of Blues. Work sits in his tiny office surrounded by Leibowitz. That's quite a euphemism. Two large men and Teddy Rose. Teddy's agitating. Leo can eat a dick. They're cutting us out. The next shipment's already on its way. The lion isn't going to be happy. Leo can eat a dick. The current rate has been generating an unhealthy quality of scrutiny. A client is requesting discretion, restraint. Restraint. <laughs> restraint. No more oxys. Restraint. I don't need for anyone to go digging into my prescription records for the patient history. Fuck this. I just bought a yacht. The mayor. 
<clears throat> our client doesn't want any kind of concern. Fucker, watch yourself! That's my Sit down! That reckless whore. Stumble around and run her mouth the wrong time. The wrong guy. At which point we may have to hurt somebody. Our client doesn't. Nobody hurt. wants that! He's a nice Nobody guy. I'll have to talk with the lion. Leo can eat a dick! Interior. It's cool, we have talking animals while he talks on the phone. On the floor. Where's the Muppet? In the one corner. It's lab tech. Why don't we write the Muppet more lines? We see a corpse you didn't write his documentary leaning yet. against the wall, wrapped in a sheet. No! No, not like that! Uh, tell me something I want to hear! Who is responsible? I don't know who will make Oh! Who has got to pay? Interior. We're totally going to sell this, guys. Tonight. What? Keep going. <laughs> Abe drinks at the bar, surrounded by. Abe drinks at the bar. Surrounded. We're totally gonna sell this. By younger, sweatier, sexier. His phone. Finally, 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 finally. Hello, honey. What, huh? Baby, I'm working. I'm working. Abe orders. I have another double. Exterior. Old industrial road night. Make Nancy stand by a burnt SUV crowded with forensic technicians. The CEO, huh? They really are going all the way with this. Thank you. I have to check on some one. Some uh, I have to. There's a thing. I'll call you. <laughs> I totally saved that.
Yeah.